Hello, hello, idolaters. We're going to be doing the famous story in the book of Exodus, the most exciting chapter of all, where the Israelites get bored and tired of not having Moses come back to them, and then they want to start now worshiping their own idol, the golden calf. So there's some exciting stories about that. Even today, uh, many are still kind of sort of worshiping the golden calf. So we'll talk a lot about that today. Hi, Mark. Hello. How's it going? It's going all right. That's good. So I know this is one of your favorite chapters, and I got a couple of stories that I well, want. Well, it's a pretty interesting chapter. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, There's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. The, even the next uh, two or three chapters. It's uh, Yeah. God yeah. almost is going to take judgment, but then he holds off. I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah. There's kind of like this rebellion, and then there's mediation by Moses, and then yeah. there's uh, forgiveness, you know. So really, it's, you know, you could say it's... Yeah, it's about rebellion and kind of the human nature, um, but it's also about God's forgiveness. Um, I think he um, was pretty generous. Um, not yeah, like, yeah. You almost wiped them all out, in fact. Yeah. But Moses had to remind him, like, hey, you made that promise. Um, he was going to wipe them all out and then start again with Moses. Moses <laughs> would be like the new Abraham. Could have been. But then he'd be that's, all I mean, that's what he said he was going to do. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's the thing. If I were Moses, I probably would have been like, yeah, get rid of him. <laughs> we'll start <laughs> well, with me. Let's start the new, thing. let's start the new world with me as leader. Yeah. <laughs> well, then he would have had to make another Eve for him or something. Oh, even better. Yeah. So <laughs> it's like, yeah. So, so it kind of shows a lot about the character of Moses as well. Yeah. He seems but, to be uh, pretty decent. And he actually advocates for the Israelites all the time. So here's Even a, they a don't question now that we're talking about potentially a new Eve. So did Adam and Eve have a belly button? Would they have had a belly uh, button? Oh, that's a good... That, <laughs> because a belly button comes from the umbilical cord, right? Yeah, they were not born. Well, that's interesting. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Is the, is, is the entire belly button from that? Like even the little hole or... I think um, so. The, Maybe as a prototype, they would like you could make an argument both ways. I think one is that you know, as, as a prototype of future humanity, they had one because the rest of them would have one and need one. They didn't need it, but they had one because they're the, uh, the, the God knew the next ones would have it. Or you could make an argument they didn't have it because they didn't need it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, you could argue either way, really, uh, logically enough, but because we just don't know. I mean, yep. and, and why do men have nipples too? That's I mean, it's a related question. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I guess because <laughs> 2023 they can become transgender. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. God, God knew um, that. Like thousands of years later, people would figure out how to get milk out of them. <laughs> yep. And they can do whatever they want. The golden age of genetic engineering. So, oh man, you know, I, I went on a related note. I went to the shopping mall yesterday, like first time in like a year. Yeah, I saw. I saw about. Um, I don't know if you can even say these words anymore on YouTube. Uh, let's say I saw probably at least ten gender non-conforming people. Oh wow! You know what I mean? Like, you know, and, and at least ten, like ten of them. That was a lot for just going you to the mall. What? You know. And, and and then a bunch of other uh, a bunch of other uh, same sex couples, you could say as well. Yeah. Well, that's weird that you say that because that's exactly what I've been experiencing over the last few weeks. Like things that you wouldn't normally see a year ago, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very open. Yeah. And gender bending and homosexuals walking around hand in hand. You know, stuff like it that. actually mirrors what we see on TV because now on TV and yeah. on, on the TV shows, like all these streaming services, right? They got all these TV shows, and yeah. all of them, most of the characters now are gay, like most yeah. of them, and they're having yeah. gay love scenes every 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 episode. Yeah, which um, is just kind of gross, even thinking about that in mainstream media watching that because you can't. But, it's a, but, it's, it, but if it affects the real real yeah. world, you know. Which is the well, point, the whole point, you know. I think the propaganda working is very working really, really well. Oh, it's 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 uh it's amazingly powerful. It controls yeah. people's minds. Just think of the mass media and um it's Satan's tool of deception. Yeah. And most people don't realize that. And you try to tell them that it kind of sounds crazy, you know. But um such a powerful weapon it's it's the it's satan's controlling the mass media to deceive people and influence people and ch to change yeah, and to transform humanity to destroy humanity really well because they don't have god they want to be deceived yeah I think and that, that relates to idolaters yeah yeah which goes right into this chapter actually of what the israelites were thinking you know when yeah that's what i was uh I, I mean i was thinking about this how like you could you could present all the facts and evidence to anybody about anything, but the problem is they're idolaters, right? Yeah. So they're going to believe they don't believe in God, but they believe Fauci. Yeah, they believe Pfizer. They believe the narrative because they have to believe something, right? So there, it's idolatry is really the they give us the narratives, then the people are idolaters, so they believe the narrative like it's a biblical narrative, it's but it's not like, biblical. It's a satanic, yeah. divine narrative. The way I view media is that marketing works for some people, but not others. So they will throw out every evil mm. thing out there, and it'll start to stick for certain people. And the more that it sticks, like, you know, if they're doing the LGBT stuff now, with not only media marketing, but clothing and jobs, everything is tied to that, plus they're being a protected class. So now they're open and free to like uh, all the people that were even thinking about that are yeah. out there open and free to do it. I think, you know, is whatever the sin is, as long as there's somebody that they're preaching to, it works on them because they, they don't have God. You know? Yeah, it's kind of like this a false religion where, you know, they do have their golden idols and they have their religious services, but yet they have no, uh, there's no moral uh, standard. They do no. whatever they want and that's what they like. It's like a false spirituality where they they feel spiritual and they can do whatever they want. They can say yeah. as much as possible and everyone's happy, you know, which is kind yeah. of what we're going to see in this you chapter. Know, since I made you read so much, <clears throat> I can start because now I feel your pain. Having to read that. <laughs> yeah, um, it does kind of, it's tiring. Yeah. yeah. Um, right. But this is kind of, maybe, do you want to read this one or you want me to read it? I could it? read this one, I suppose. Oh, yeah. Um, sure. And we could sweet, switch one. off, you know. Yeah. Um, all right. So Exodus 32, the golden calf. Now when the people saw that Moses delayed coming down from the mountain, the people gathered themselves together around Aaron and said to him, come make us gods, which will go before us. As for this Moses... The man who brought us up out of the land of Egypt, we do not know what has become of him. Now let's pause there for a minute. So just a, re a reminder of the context here, Moses has been gone for like 40 days, right? 
Yeah. And uh, and before that, like, they're only a few months into this exodus. They didn't know Moses three months, you know, four months ago. They didn't know who he was, and they didn't know Yahweh either. They were slaves yeah. in Egypt for 400 years. They kind of lost touch with Yahweh. And um, all of a sudden, Yahweh and Moses come and rescue them out of Egypt. And they're still not quite sure who these people really are, really. That's my sense that I get. They're, they're just not quite... And now they're go- now he's gone for forty days. They don't quite know what to make of it. Like, what just happened? Who are these people? And they're gone now. So what do we do now? You know, and Aaron, they knew Aaron, and Aaron was put in charge. And then they kind of it sounds like they kind of surrounded him a little bit and pressured him to do this. Yeah, you know, they they gathered themselves pressure. together around Aaron. It wasn't Aaron's idea. He ended up doing it, but he was he was kind of surrounded by the the idolaters. Were like. Make us a god, man, because our god is in Moses. They left us, you know. I don't know. I, you know, it's well, uh, when you have like a that. big crowd of people coming yeah. at you, you're probably gonna. He probably felt really intimidated at that point. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because um, they didn't. Yeah. He probably didn't even know what they were gonna do to him if you said no. And I don't. Yeah, know and, they, he and he may not have known. Yeah, he may not yeah. have known what what happened to Moses and. Um, and and the in these uh these these Israelites, they grew up in Egypt and this golden calf thing is some people say it wasn't they got that from Egypt. It was an Egyptian image that they knew about. And uh but they were basically polytheists, right? Yeah, you um, know, reading that was their world for you. Yeah. Article on this chapter here, although I don't agree with ninety-nine percent of what the <laughs> article said, but I think the article was implying that there was some festival of Tammuz or something around that time. Oh, oh, that that's possible. Probably in Egypt, like one of their gods. Mm. So they were wanting mm. a god to worship because of something to do with the festival that they already knew about. Well, that's interesting. I mean, that's a good theory. It, it doesn't. I don't think it says that anywhere in the yeah, in it this passage. That's why I don't but, agree. Article. It's certainly a possibility, but I wouldn't uh, jump to that conclusion necessarily. Yeah. But it's something to consider. Um, we might see that in other places later on uh, in the Bible. I, yeah, I, I'm not in totally agreement with that idea at all. It's just that because they wanted an idol to worship, to make a god. And I don't know which but, god they yeah. were thinking to make it, you know. Yeah, well, because they're polytheists. They, they may have thought Yahweh was just another god. You know, they still yeah. didn't get it in their head that it's Yahweh's different than these other gods. He may they may have just because they knew this Yahweh brought him out of Egypt, but they may have just thought, well, that God came and went, and let's get another God. Or they may have thought the golden calf was an appropriate image for Yahweh, even though they just got the first and second commandment telling them not to do that. But why a calf? Why a golden calf? What was so? In well, that. they probably knew that that image from from uh, from, from Egypt. Egypt it, may, it may have been a, a and they, they may have seen that happen or done it themselves even, and they just thought that's what you do, you know. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, but I, I would say it's probably more to do with Moses was gone for forty days more than this Tammuz idea. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? I think we can forget about the Tammuz idea. It's just it's not. Yeah. Bible, yeah, but, I mean that's that's interesting, but uh, yeah. I don't know. But it came that. from one of the Jewish articles. Um, well, then it must be true. No, <laughs> I don't know. Now I'm guilty of adding stuff. Yeah, in there. Yeah, so you're, you're, you're you got to be censored. Yeah, you got to be censored. Yeah, 
I should be centered on like delete. You cannot have an opinion about anything. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, we'll just say that, you know, they wanted to make a God because Moses was God. We don't really have any background other than that they did live in Egypt for 400 years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, in these people, you know, they were in their what, 20s, 30s, and 40s, whatever. So their entire life, they'd seen this kind of, because uh, the, the Egyptians had many gods, right? They were polytheists. Yeah. They had idols of their gods all over the place. So some people, you know, some scholars have said there's a there's a some kind of golden calf type thing from Egypt. You know, I mean, I don't know. But, well, the idea of worshiping worshiping a golden calf or a cow is not really. It's still lingering out in you know eastern part of the world. Well, the horns, you see the horns, you see like yeah. the Chicago Bulls, and then like even you, there's people walking around with these shirts with like a bull and the bull horns. That's that's a kind of yeah, like this basically. Yeah, this is a that's that's like a mole. Isn't there like a isn't this like a molek or a bale bale kind of thing? The the horns more like the bale because this is it's the, the horns. Bull. And yeah. you know, like the whole worship of money, right? The bull is oh yeah. The bull market is when they expect everything to go up. Or mm. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they're yeah. already kind of, and this is like their golden idol of New York City, right? Yeah, um, I've been there. It's it's right. Yeah, this is it's pretty large uh, statue. Yeah, so it's, uh, yeah, that's their golden calf right there. And uh, if you worship that, you'll be prosperous. You know? Yeah, exactly. I think it has a lot to do with prosperity around the world. Fertility. Like, fertility. Yeah. Yeah, that's why we're right here where I live. That's why people go and worship the temple and give the little food and drink to the idol. And they want yeah. good things to have. They they kind of, you could almost say they have good intentions, you know. Because if they don't degree. know any better, I guess, what else are you going to do? If, you know, you want to manifest your prayers and desires onto something that, and I think the demons, they do offer that. It does work. The whole prosperity. I've seen it firsthand. So. Well, look at this. Yeah, especially the, the extreme example are the celebrities, you know. Yeah. Who who work for the demons, you know, to deceive the masses in return for fame and fortune and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, I think uh, Satan and demons can give you whatever your desire is if you follow. For now. But, yeah, those people are, in fact, deceived by the demons as well because yeah. ultimately they're just being used by Satan and the politicians. They're being used by them, and they will be destroyed in the end. Yeah, except that the, all those people, especially in the Western world, they are geared to train young children to start on the witchcraft um, <laughs> and pray to yeah. those things. To yeah. get what they want. This is all over the place. There's probably a billion examples within the media, movies, and everything telling yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I mean Harry Potter, for example. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. And back then too, you know, people grew up just like you grow up in your family and whatever religion or political views your family has, you kind of are, you're exposed to that. Yeah. And. um some children are exposed to uh, having Satanist uh, parents, you know? Yeah, I think when you're young, before, like, 18, they don't really know the consequences of all that stuff. I certainly didn't for a lot of the stuff that I was exposed to. Um, only yeah. later, I'm like, oh, I wish I never entertained those ideas, you know? All right, so let's, uh, well, verse 2. <laughs> Aaron said to them, break off the gold earrings that are in the ears of your wives, your sons, and your daughters, and bring them to me. 
So all the people broke off the gold earrings that were in their ears and brought them to Aaron. He received them from their hand and fashioned it with an engraving tool and made it into a, gold, a molded calf. Then they said, This is your God, O Israel, who brought you up from the land of Egypt. See, that's a strange thing, right? It's like, well, who brought them out of Egypt? It was Yahweh. Yeah. And now they're saying, so are they saying Yahweh is is this golden calf? Or uh, maybe, maybe, maybe they think Yahweh, like, because when they made an idol back then, they believed the God would inhabit the idol, you know? It was, it was, it was like an artificial burning bush kind of thing. They, they would make the idol and then they would just assume now that you know the the god was there and the idol and they could talk to it and ask him to do stuff and so it's like well, they, they made they, an idol and then yahweh is just going to go there because they made the idol maybe that's what they're thinking i don't know well they did hear god uh from the mountain long before this happened yeah yeah so yeah, yeah they had a sense like god was with them oh yeah all yeah. the miracles and stuff that they were not doing but here they don't even capitalize god Right. It's Elohim. Yeah, this is your Elohim. Um, um, so maybe they were making it to the God that they heard. On in, the in fact, in fact, it could be. Um, in fact, uh, you know, the word Elohim is um, it's um, it's plural. It's plural, although it's uh, Elohid. But um, anyway, it's uh, so, some translations do that in the plural. These are your gods or Israel. Which is a little well, strange. That would make a difference if it's plural or not, though. Is but there's only plural? one golden calf. Thing is, the word Elohim can be singular or plural. It's usually plural, but when it's a small g God, it's plural. But when it's talking about Yahweh, it's singular. And you, you can tell if it's singular or plural because of the other Hebrew words have to be changed to adjust for that. Well, the um, way it's written, it doesn't sound like they were really referring to Yahweh. It's more like they made up a god who thought that they were delivering them out of Egypt. Well, the thing is, why they? But they knew they knew Yahweh took them out of. Do they Egypt, know his though. name? They just experienced that. I don't know if they knew his name. They were still because Moses was was the mediator, right? They actually were kind of afraid of him, and they they backed off. I think they're just they're just. Um, they're not they don't know you know they they're they're kind of there's some ignorance and there's also this embedded you know they're fallen human beings right it's the depravity of man it's man's natural inclin inclination to be an idolater they knew about the first two commandments well the only thing this. is i don't know if they're trying to make an idol of the god that they thought they saw on the mountain or if they're I making that's an idol of, of some other god and calling it but why would they do that? Because they just experience, you know what I mean? I think it's the first, but they're doing it in a way that they're not supposed to do it. And they just, because yeah. they're treating Yahweh like they would treat any of the Egyptian gods. And you could make an idol, and then these Egyptian gods would be there. But Yahweh doesn't work like that. Yahweh's told them. And now they, they didn't hear anything God has been saying to Moses for 40 days, right? All that stuff we read in the last episode or two, yeah. they didn't hear any of that. So they don't know there's going to be a tabernacle, right? They don't know. But they knew so the Ten Commandments. Yeah, yeah. They and did. the second one was don't make any idols. It's written on tablets of stone, though. It was not yet written on their hearts. I think that's yeah. part of the deal. But they are, you know, they're punished for this. Some some of them repent and are forgiven, but some are punished and killed, actually, for this. Well, because so, uh, the idea, 
you know, just having to make an idol in the first place. Like they were very quick. Once they realized, oh, maybe Moses isn't coming back, they all kind of gather like yeah. a crowd and saying, we want an idol. See, Yahweh, Yahweh doesn't want to be treated just like another one of these uh, false gods, right? The small G gods. Yeah. That, that's that God, Yahweh doesn't like that. Because <laughs> that's not who he is. Representation right? of himself. He, he wants us to know he's not like these false gods. He's the real God. Yeah. And these people quite hadn't quite learned that lesson yet. I think that's part of what's going well, on. Well, they didn't, so that's for sure. Yeah. All yeah. right. Um, All right. So when Aaron saw it, oh, oh, and by the way, it's probably a gold-plated. It's probably made of wood and gold-plated. That might be what it is. Because it burns later on, they burn it. Um, well, gold could burn. Oh, it just it gets can melt. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I mean, and they it's, drank, uh, they drank it. They drank the powder. Yeah, which could be ash and gold. I mean, that's just, that's like another like the theory you were talking about. That's a theory people have because it doesn't say that necessarily. But it's uh, you know, well, how would the gold they get part it? Is gold? not there. I think it would have been made out a molded of molded gold. Calf. Because, and actually, I thought that kind of proved that there were a lot of Israelites because all of them gave them gold earrings. Um, so if you had well, 100,000, 300,000 yeah, women. How, how, how uh, large was the idol, though? Well, if, if it was like that bowl, kind of big, you know, that would take. Well, we don't know. Bowl. Does it say how large? It, we don't, I mean, it doesn't uh -huh. prove anything. Well, they it would were, have to be. You'd have to know exactly how large it was and how large the earrings were. I mean, you know, a, thou a thousand earrings would be enough. Or, I mean, not a, that's the thing. Well, was it was it a gold plated? Was it gold plated made out of wood? Was the whole thing pure gold? Well, it doesn't you say. Know, we don't know. Molded calf, which means it's when the gold is melted. So let's say made a mold of that calf. When it's melted, they would pour it into the mold and break the mold, and then that's so it would probably uh, gold all the way through. The size, I don't know. I guess we'll find out when they start dancing around it. But just assume that it's just a nor you know normal size kind of calf, calf size molded calf. That would take a ton of gold. Where. It would have to be like all the ladies in the in the wilderness, all their earrings put together to make that, which would have to be a couple hundred thousand. Basically, whatever the size of the earrings, if they're like pure gold and you pile them up, mm. um, that would be the size ultimately when they remold it. So like imagine like all those people just dumping on their jewelry, uh, even if it's four by four, it's still a lot of gold. But All we'll right. see how big that might be. Actually, okay. Well, verse five actually clarifies things a little bit, or it's okay. maybe asked more questions uh, regarding the, the the other topic. When Aaron saw it, he built an altar before it. So they're, now they're building an altar. And Aaron made a proclamation and said, tomorrow will be a feast to the Lord. Now this is Yahweh. That word right yeah. there is Yahweh. Yeah. This is Aaron Aaron speaking. So I mean Aaron Aaron knows Yahweh. He was Aaron has been interacting with Yahweh for a while, longer yeah. than the rest of the Israelites. Him and Moses were doing stuff, right? So um tomorrow will be a feast to Yahweh. <laughs> it's like, so he's kind of yeah, he's I don't know. <laughs> held off and been really strong. Didn't he talk to God too? Yeah, yeah. God talked to him. But or 
We'd have to maybe double check that, but uh, or God sometimes God talked to him through Moses, but um, but he I think he he knew he knew who Yahweh was. Yeah, so maybe maybe he's trying to kind of bring Yahweh back into the picture a bit, trying to steer things towards Yahweh as those guys are kind yeah, of I think he, steering them back to Egypt. You know, yeah, I think he accepted like the will of people because he probably felt like he couldn't go against it, but then made God as the idol, like saying, "All right, yeah." Well, you can have yeah, your yeah. golden calf, but it's still going to be this God, you know, uh, yeah. kind of like what they did in the early church where they combined all the different religions into one. With Mary, yeah. I mean, it kind of like Mother Mary, they kind of got from the goddess cults, you know, it's like, well, the people yeah, need no. to worship a goddess, so let's turn yeah. Mary into a kind of a goddess kind of thing, you know. Keep, you know, we got we to gotta please the masses, the idolatrous masses need their idols. Well, you know? they got one, That is how they, that's. So yeah, that's, that's the thing, that's, like, the sin doesn't really occur until people actually want it, whatever that is, you know. People want it. People want to yeah. sin, you know. It's, it's They're born that way, and um, and people need their idols, right? That's kind of what this entertainment industry is all about, is giving people idols. Like, people will freak out, and that's why everyone obeys the government regarding the magic potion, is because they're... they're it's a false form of salvation, you know. It's idolatry, really. Is is the so that's what I was saying before. You can give people facts and figures and data and proof yeah, that about. certain things are harmful and and that like it's all a lie, but yet they have this this need to to worship something besides God. Well, so whoever they're idolizing has to give them that truth, right? So like, yeah. If, Taylor Swift came out and said, no, this is bad. Don't do it. Whatever. How many people would have listened and obeyed her commands versus anyone yeah. else telling them the same thing? Exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. like they don't hear yeah. the outside voices until whoever they mm. can trust is the one that tells them. Kind of like Trump is is also an idol, actually. I was just, yeah. as I was yeah. looking at the. Oh, yeah. Look at that. This somebody, <laughs> like one person made this for Trump, but it ended up uh, causing controversy. So this guy made uh, that's it for Trump. And uh, Donald Trump. My name is Tommy Zegan, and I am from Tommy Zegan Originals. Uh, I made this sculpture of you. <laughs> it's a character of you, Mr. Trump. It's called Trump and His Magic Wand. And uh, I think you know why. Uh, all the great stuff that you've done in the last four years for our country. And uh, I would like to present it to you and uh, hopefully have it displayed in the Trump library someday. Uh, you can do whatever you want with it, but uh, it's six foot three inches tall, kind of the same height as you are. And it's uh, made out of 316 stainless steel, it weighs about 600 pounds. So that guy made it, but then it created all this controversy. You see this word? It, this is pure chance today, but this is also the same word is going to come up in the chapter later on, which oh, really? pretty uh -huh. cute. So I guess this whole controversy where they were huh. comparing it to the golden calf, right, which is the same chapter that we're on, they displayed it in this, and then some people started worshiping it, um, bowing down to it, that kind of stuff. But it got my interest because of this word coming up as we read it in the jerusalem post yeah but yeah i mean people will worship uh yeah they worship there everyone's looking to worship anything except for god jesus right so it's they don't uh they need to worship something i guess because i was thinking that even today 
this kind of stuff still happens oh yeah most definitely yeah 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 yep it's a we live in a culture of idolatry that's for sure yeah you know we worship the creation and not the creator you know still amazes me because i don't think they don't think god is real at least not the god of the bible you know they yeah yeah want their own gods yeah and and they 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 want they'd rather hold on to their sinful nature than get a new nature you know? yeah they don't want that old sinful nature to die they're they're uh, having too much fun worshiping the golden calf well they uh, in get fact, some we're gonna, benefit from it somehow. we're gonna we're, yeah we're gonna see what they do with it right now in fact uh, yeah. verse six okay so they rose up early so this is the next day now so they rose up early the next day and offered burnt offerings and brought peace offerings and the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play now this mm. word per play some some uh translations say like uh revelry or something like that but there there may be there, there, there in fact in in other passages there's a bit of a sexual yeah. overtone to that word so but you know so it's a bit unclear as to you know some people will say oh they they had an orgy they'll yeah. just say that and i don't know if you had to go that far but uh but in other in other passages where that you where that word is used they kind of do have an orgy but it's more clear like they they describe it a little bit more yeah we're here it's like it just says they rose up to play so my guess it's like a, at least it's like a they're having a party you know they're having a party yeah it's a party they're having a good time and you know we are they drinking know. wine do they yeah. do they have wine there maybe they're getting drunk i don't know yeah. you know um, uh speaking of burnt offerings i remember from the last chapter where we were talking about if it the whole thing was a sin offering, what they put on the altar versus what they took outside the camp. Uh, I think I'm in agreement with you that the whole thing was a sin offering. Yeah, it wasn't so clear from the passage we read, yeah, the, the way mean, it was worded. Yeah. yeah the, so, But I yeah. thought about it later. It didn't make any sense the other way either. That I think, I think Leviticus... Leviticus yeah, I think in yeah. Leviticus we'll see it a little bit more clearly, which is maybe why they have Leviticus. It's like they had to, that Leviticus and and even Deuteronomy. They're kind of a little bit more structured, which is greatly needed for that part, anyway. Yeah. So and yeah, I, I was just thinking. Okay, go ahead. Um, I was thinking about was we were talking about that incense carrier thing. Um, you know, yeah. what do you from the me? photos? Yeah. yeah. Well. When we were reading uh, last time, the Ch- Revelation 5, it did talk about incense, but it triggered the memory that in Revelation, the angel pours out the uh, yeah, yeah, incense. Yeah. Um, they call yeah. it, what do they call it? Uh, it has a name. The censer? Revel- huh? The golden oh, censer. censer. Yeah. yeah. So in, in Revelation 8, uh, the golden censer, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, but stood before the ah, altar. Yeah, 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 yeah. were offered with the prayers of the saints. And then this golden censer is hurled up with fire onto earth as judgment. But then when I looked up the word censer, this is what it looks like, what they were carrying. Ah, okay. That, that, there, it is a censer. Yeah. For the incense. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. So I think it was probably biblical, the photo. But we... Mm. Maybe in Leviticus we'll uh, see that again. Yeah. That's interesting right, because 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 the the secret societies have their own version of that as well. 
They probably do because they we know they're copying everything for their own benefit. Yeah. But yeah. as far as like the idea of incense and sensor, uh, that makes sense. Yeah. That's part of the judgment that's going to be thrown on her. Uh, uh. So priests have to must have been carrying incense and something. You know. Yeah, the incense kind of represented the prayers of the people yeah. going up, you know. Right. All right. So, um, all right, verse 7. So the Lord, which is Yahweh in Hebrew, when it's capital letters like that, the Lord spoke to Moses, and it's Kyrios in Greek, which is Lord. So, so, if, so remember, yeah, remember people in the people in the days of the New Testament, were most of them were reading this in Greek. Yeah. And so they'd come across this and read the, you know, the Lord. And then the New Testament was also, they would use the word, the Lord for Jesus, right? Mm -hmm. So that's, uh, you know, it may not be a coincidence. <laughs> well, we also know that Yahweh is Jesus. Yes, yes. The, yeah, yeah, we know that. And some yeah. people knew that back then. Yeah. But not many, not many people really knew that at the time of Jesus, which is partly partly why they killed him. They probably wouldn't have killed him if they knew he was God. They would have thought maybe, twice, maybe. They would maybe have been they a thought they more. could get away with it, because <laughs> it's interesting that you say that. Uh, I watched a movie, another one. This one was um, Batman versus Superman, or one of those. Oh, yeah. It's actually on Prime, Amazon Prime. But, I saw that a long time ago. Yeah. Oh, it's worth watching again because every part of that script, the lines, yeah. it's directly character. They were the whole movie's about like they were worried that Superman was like God or God or some mm -hmm. kind of persona yeah. God. Yeah. But and yeah. they also use all that language for like Christ. So they kind yeah. of made him a representative in a way. Um, so as they were trying to kill God, kill him, they did in the end. And Lex Luthor, the bad character, mm. was wanting to go. So they, the whole movie was they're pinning Batman with Superman. But Superman was much greater in powers than Batman because he was just an earthly man. But in the end, they all got together, uh, Wonder Woman and all of them, uh, to defeat Lex Luthor. But the lines that they give throughout the whole movie... As yeah. you just pretend they, they're talking to Christ. Mm. Like, it'll tell you the entire story of what they're doing. They're making war against God. And they think, in the end, that they don't need Christ. What you just said, well, what did you say again earlier about they wouldn't have killed him if they knew that was Christ? Uh, yeah. That movie says, no, they know if he was God. They still wanted to kill him because they, they weren't his own God. They killed him because he was God. Yes. If anything, watch towards the middle and the end uh, when they how they describe. Yeah, because Superman's so kind of like a like an antichrist uh, figure. But, he's an alien. Yes. But in the movie itself, uh, they're pretending though as if he's Christ. Uh, okay, so they're not yeah. outright saying that, but they are calling him God, like God. Yeah, that's, yeah, but, and that scares people. God, people are afraid of God. Actually. Yeah, well, that's what the movie was. Well, they were afraid of God that they, you know he was going to control whatever, but they still didn't want him. Like they were debating whether do we need this God or do we don't need it because he might be harmful 
for our interests, whatever. Yeah. Lex Luthor said that we kill God. We don't need him. I think if you watch the very ending, mm-hmm. Batman has a conversation with Lex in jail. Uh, it's so telling. And he said, now that God is dead, something is coming. Like, I think that was in a reference to the Antichrist kingdom. So I don't know. I think people would still kill him, even if, I think that's what this yeah. war is all about, is trying to kill God, you know, this whole well, satanic war. Yeah, because God, because they, I mean, the, the thing is, like, they don't realize God will forgive them. That's the thing, is they, they think he's evil or something, and, um, you know, people people know they've sinned, and they're like, oh, no, God's coming to judge me and to punish me. And we do see yeah. that in the Bible, but those are for the people who don't repent. And the same right. thing happens right now in this chapter. Yep, towards this, the, the next, you know, yeah. in this section at least, there's uh, people who repent and there's people who don't. Yeah. So if you repent, you don't got to kill God if you repent, and if you don't repent, God will kill you. I mean, that's just the way it is. Well, that's what their <laughs> fear is—the one in the power, because they want their wealth and riches of the world, right? And, and also that people want to be gods. Yeah. Too, right. Which genetic engineering is get is going to move this transformation yeah. of humans into something else. That's what they want, that next goal, synthetic biology. So God won't allow that, but Satan does. So they're choosing. I think they're aligned with Satan to want what they want, and they want that future because they think that future will be better, whatever Satan promises them, than what God would bring. And they're kind of debating yeah. Can they live in God's kingdom where you see all the Israelites, how much work they had to do to sanctify themselves, right? Um, I yeah, I mean, the Bible says we're going to get new uh, new bodies yeah. and everlasting life. So, like, what more could you want, you know? Oh, but, uh, yeah. That's I mean, not honestly, enough. it'll be complete freedom. No more toiling over stuff that doesn't, is not going to last. There's probably going to be no money involved because everything that god made was free all the food will be free again he's going to provide housing he said he's going to create a well, place i think we'll still work i think we'll still have stuff to do you know but uh, yeah but be, it won't be this won't be stuff. so difficult be yeah. something completely unimaginable you know all the gifts are yeah. going to be utilized somehow we're probably going to get brand new gifts too as part of the reward all right i think it's verse seven now uh verse seven yep the lord spoke to moses so now we're going back to uh top of the mountain lord spoke to moses go and get down for your people whom you brought out of the land of egypt see now now moses brought them out so god god's kind of like distancing himself a little bit from these people right now <laughs> um they, you know moses yeah. your people your people who you brought out of the land of egypt <laughs> have corrupted themselves yeah. go deal with it. go sort those people out i want nothing to do with them <laughs> They have quickly turned aside from the way which I commanded them. Yeah, that's true. They have made for themselves a molded calf and have worshipped it. That's the thing. That's the that's the commandment that they broke and have sacrificed to it and said, this is your God, O Israel, which has brought you up from the land of Egypt. So he knew exactly what they said, what they did. Yeah, so now I'm a little bit more clear on the, the little God, on what we read earlier. They weren't talking about Yahweh. They wanted... So this mm. is your God, meaning whatever they just worship and sacrifice, that's your God now, overriding whatever they knew about God before. So this is a yeah. self-made God. They're they're slaves to sin, and they're kind of they're going. It's it's another way to they want to stay in Egypt, 
in a way, right? It's the old life. It's it's like it's if you look at this as about repentance, right? They they want to stay in their sin. They want to stay in their old life. They don't want to enter the the promised land and I don't uh, think be they transformed. Really, what they were giving up and what they were getting, kind of like. Yeah, but they're just doing it. They're without even yeah. thinking. They're just. I think just this is the one time I'm going to have sympathy for them, and only one time. I think they just like today. Like we know the promises, but a lot of us, when you don't see that or right away, and you're still kind of living in this Egypt-like world, mm. then you tend to gravitate what you know and say, like, this is much safer. This is what we, and they grew yeah. up in this from childbirth till whatever age that they're at. So that's all they know, right? They only know that life. And the concept of you're going to yeah. get promised land someday, in the future, they have no idea what that's going to look like and how that's even going to be better when they're out there in the wilderness, you know, scraping for food and water and all that stuff. So I can kind of understand a little bit. But yeah, that it's, I mean, that's, it's very realistic, right? It's, yeah. uh, it's, it's not as easy as it sounds sometimes, you know. Then the, uh, the Lord said to Moses, I've seen this people and certainly it is a stiff necked people, right? I, I think that's human nature right there. Yeah, you know, and that's my point. I, I, you know, I'm not forgiving them or anything, but uh, well, God forgives them, but because they repent, or excusing them, but I think that's the same as anybody, really. It's not like these Israelites were like worse than other people, you know. But uh, all people are they're stiff-necked, stubborn, rebellious human. Well, they were rebellious, and then they were kind of uh, willfully ignorant. It's. I think this this show this is showing us human nature. This, as Paul would say, that people are slaves to sin. It's human nature. That's what we're dealing with, and this is what God's dealing. God's. You see, this is like heaven coming to earth, right? And yeah. it starts at the top of Mount Sinai, and then at the tabernacle. That's like heaven coming to earth, and eventually it, the whole earth will be taken over by heaven to a certain degree, right? If if you want to say it like that, but. Um, it's it's starting. It's like a process, and he's God has chosen these Israelites, and they're a bunch of rebellious, stiff-necked people. <laughs> yeah, it's not yeah. easy. You're like even God is like, man, I'm trying to like take over the world and fix the world, and I'm have to deal with these people. <laughs> yeah, and that's why he had that redemption plan to have Jesus yeah. and the Holy Spirit because. In the natural self, it wasn't working. Let's let's read the next one here, uh, verse ten. Now, therefore, let me alone. This is God speaking, so that my my wrath may burn against them, and I may destroy them, and I will make of you, which is Moses, a great nation. <laughs> right? Let me just destroy all these people. <laughs> let's, let's start again. Yeah, I would <laughs> start have over. Go for it. <laughs> this didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what is it? Earth 3.0 or 4.0 after so many tries. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So that's and that's and see, this is the uh this is where the pre-trib rapture, like I there's there's this guy at church, he's just very outspoken about the pre-trib rapture is coming soon and all this, and I just have to deal with this guy every time I see him. But he and he's like, We're not appointed to wrath. Well, that's talking about the wrath of God. It's not talking about the tribulation. And right here, again, the same concept, right? It's the the judgment and the wrath of God. That's what we're saved from. Or wrath of Satan. 
because Satan was the one that. But that's 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 tribulation. That's not yeah. the wrath of God, though. So they're right. confusing the the pre-trib people are confusing the wrath of God with the uh, with, they with are. The tribulation, right? You know, when they, especially that verse they use, which is totally out of context. It's easy to see if you just look at but it. You know why? Because it's a whole big industry that a lot of pastors, even well-known ones that are, you know, half right, and the other half, they'll sneak in all this other stuff. Oh, yeah, it's what people want to hear. Them that God is, you know, going to rapture us out of soon. The kind of idolatry, I would say. Yeah. I would say the pre-trib rapture idea is a bit of idolatry as well. And, and so, like I said before, some people, I'm not saying it, I, I kind of agree with it, but there's people out there saying that it's a heretical idea. It's a heresy. Because I would agree. I mean, I the Bible is open to everybody. You know, you don't need a preacher to tell you what's in the word. You just read it. So why are they gravitating towards these charismatic preachers mm -hmm. that are telling them that God wrath is aka also tribulation is coming upon us and then we're going to be out of here before any of that starts? If you look at Revelation, like we're going to be out of here before the judgment, sure. But if is Satan you know, destroying the whole world where no flesh might not be saved unless Jesus returns. Well, that's wrath against the saints. Who's going to escape that? It's happening right now. It's happening in every generation in whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 There's always tribulation. There's always been tribulation anyway. From And really, you know, I don't want to go down this rabbit trail right now, but Basically, it's um, the end time. Like in the New Testament, they believed the end times had begun already, because yeah. it's it's the new era. You know, Jesus came and the cross and all that stuff, and then now it's a new age and it's the end time. It's the final stage, and they didn't really know how long it would last. But technically, the end times has been going on almost two thousand oh, yeah. years. Really. Well, since yeah. since uh, Jesus resurrected, it started. Yeah, yeah, so. it's the end times. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's like we, you know, in the pre-trib, it's it's like only only the final seven years are the end times. No, no, the whole thing is the end times, really. Right. And it's probably be some stuff, climactic end, but still, you know. Yeah, and a lot of the prophecies that they keep coming out with already happened, but they manipulate exactly the text and to mean something else. But you know Especially, what? If, if you're gonna believe a lie, you're gonna get deceived and you're gonna end up that's what it ultimately comes yeah. down to it's like is trying yeah. to gather deceived christians as many as they can and, when and it's guess what reacting. these are stiff-necked people i'm yeah. dealing like i am <laughs> dealing with stiff-necked people myself they're they're yeah. stubbornly holding on to mm -hmm. idolatrous concepts of the end times that are not biblical but it makes them feel good, and they're stubbornly going to believe it. They will not listen to anything I say. Or, well, they don't want to. It's much like... Because they're idolaters. Yeah, the stuff that we were already talking about is like they want to yeah. be deceived, and that's why they're deceived. I mean, <laughs> any critical person who listens to the Holy Spirit at this point, they're going to have a little bit conscience about it, like, wait, is this really yeah. true? You know, and they, even if you're slightly deceived, once you start reading the text... I don't. I think you know the Holy Spirit will tell you the truth if you really ask. Um, yeah. So all those people that don't want to know is they want to be deceived with that lie, and they seem to want to deceive others. 
and you know they they're very vocal. Oh, more the merrier, right? Yeah, it makes false teaching false teaching. true if more people believe it, it's true. False teaching, yeah, yeah, yeah. People with itching ears, they they want to be, they want, they want to believe the lie. Yeah, the, I mean sometimes the lies do sound better than reality, right? It's like, but yeah. it's still a lie, you know. Well, you always have to ask yourself, are you willing to die for God or not? Because that's ultimately what happens, you know, if you yeah. end up going through tribulation or yeah. even wrath. I mean, if if you believe in God and then, you know, the, the things that can happen to you in tribulation, are, what's the ultimate end game for you to die or lose your salvation? Right. And we don't really die anyway, you know? Yeah. We have eternal life. That's the thing. And, and a, a lot of people seem to think that we're going to spend eternity in heaven. Right. Now, maybe, I mean, maybe there's partial truth because it seems like heaven kind of comes to earth, but we're going to be on earth for eternity, for forever. Yeah, yeah we're going to be, we're still going to be on earth. I think when yeah. we die, we, we do go to heaven. Believers go to heaven temporarily. It's a temporary place. And then you come back to earth in a new body. And live on earth heaven, forever. Earth. People don't even realize that. And it's, it says it very yeah, clearly. In the, the way Revelation. I look at the whole Bible from Genesis to Revelation, I kind of see God's rainbow like this. Genesis, he had the perfect earth before corruption. The yeah. Garden of Eden where everything was given to them. And they could just live out their life for eternity. And they had. And then in the end, once the rainbow completes with the whole story of earth and humanity, it's going to get restored exactly what he planned mm. in the beginning. If we want mm. to know what That's that future is going yeah. to be, we just have to read how he designed everything from beginning to end, really. I, it's not hard for me to see that. I don't know why it would be really difficult for anybody else. Like We're essentially going to become the inherited, because we have faith, to be back in the Garden of Eden that he's going to recreate in the end, just like yep. the life he originally planned, you know? Mm. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I, I, maybe it's just too because they don't hear that. It you know, they people just don't know about that. They don't know the whole plot. You know yeah, what I mean? The meta narrative. What's their excuse? I don't know. It's just bizarre. Yeah, you know how many videos <laughs> of Christian Christian videos are out there? It is a zillion. Oh, I saw so like it seems like every because I'm I'm kind of like around Christians more than I used to be, right? And and even on social media, I'll watch a few Christian uh videos. Almost everything I see in here is is wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, well, crazy. that's the problem. <laughs> I guess we agree on certain fundamental things, but all these other things they're talking about, I just said I might even have to start a YouTube channel one of these days. I don't know. Well you should. If, if I'm allowed to, I don't know. No, if, you uh, will as long as you Keep to the Bible, they might not kick you out. Um, yeah, for now. Eventually they will, just for that, probably, you know, but anyway. Well, eventually all, right. all this stuff will go away, but, you know, it is for what it is now. So where are we at now? Um, 11. Stiff necked, destroy them, verse 11. But Moses sought the favor of the Lord, his God, and said, Lord, why does your wrath burn against your people, whom you have brought forth? from the land of Egypt with a great power and with a mighty hand. Why should the Egyptians speak, saying, with evil intent he brought them out to kill them in the mountains and to destroy them from the face of the earth? Turn your fierce wrath and relent of this harm against your people. Remember Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, your servants, to whom you swore by yourself and said to them, I will multiply your descendants as the stars of the heavens, and all this land that I have spoken of will I give to your descendants. 
and they will inherit it forever. Then the Lord relented of the harm which he said he would do to his people. Wow. See, there's mediation right there. And that's kind of what Jesus does for us, just to a certain degree. Or it's a yeah. little foreshadowing, you know, foreshadowing. You got this Moses this exactly mediation. Because everybody would have been under judgment if Jesus wasn't. He redeemed everybody. I think later on it does talk about redemption a little bit. Yeah, so this is exactly the foreshadow of what Jesus died for. Because God yeah. would kill everybody, which is him anyway. They're um, worshiping other gods. Yeah. So uh, Moses turned and went down. I thought I had a note. What verse was that? 15. I'll, I'll look it up later. Moses turned and went down from the mountain with the two tablets of testimony in his hand. Okay, so he's got... And I, I think, okay, the tablets were written on both of their sides. They were written on one side and on the other. The tablets were God's work, and the writing was God's writing engraved on the tablets. I think there's two copies of the Ten Commandments, one for God and one for humans. I think that's what's going on. Yeah, one tablet would have the Ten Commandments on the back and front, and then yeah. the other tablet was a copy of that, the same thing. I read that somewhere, and it makes sense, but I guess it's not so clear. Um, I don't think but there's it's two sad. tablets. Yeah, there's two tablets. So I mean, why? So you know, it makes sense. Um, maybe it doesn't matter. I don't know. But anyway, I don't think that, and, and actually, that was that was how things were done back then as well. When like covenants were made, there was a co just like today. Right? There's a copy. Right? Everyone gets a copy. A lot of the things we do today are the same. It's like you sign a paper. I get a copy, and the company gets a copy. Right? Yeah, so but it doesn't say it, that it's... But, but in the ancient world, that, that also happened with stone tablets. Like, there's other documented evidence of that same thing happening in other situations. So it's not just... Or it could people. just be... Took two pieces of paper, basically, to write down his front and back, because he's handwriting this. So it could Yeah, but there's two be, tablets. It says there's two tablets. So like right, but what, are there like one tablet has five commandments and the other has the other five. Yeah, however it is some of them are lengthy and some of them are simple. So if he's handwriting, yeah. maybe but we don't know. I think mean, it was a copy. Yeah. Anyway, so so when Joshua heard the noise of the people as they shouted, he said to Moses, There is a sound of war in the camp. But he said, it is not the sound of those who shout for victory, nor, nor is it the sound of those who cry because of being overcome, but to hear the sound of singing. So they're having a party. As mm -hmm. soon as he came near the camp, he saw the calf and the dancing, and Moses' anger burned. So he threw the tablets from his hands and shattered them at the bottom of the mountain. So that symbol, part you know. I don't like. He had, like, actually handwritten tablets I got the anger part, but why did he have to shatter them? Well, I think it's kind of a, it could be a saying, it's a symbolic act saying, hey, you guys broke the covenant. Yeah. You guys broke, you guys broke sure these. I was really so. thinking about that because they weren't even presented with that covenant yet. I mean. Uh, they were, they were given the Ten Commandments um, yeah. already. They heard them. They heard the Ten Commandments. Moses told, they, they heard them verbally uh, back I, in uh, verse 20, in chapter 20. I feel like he did that on his own just to shatter them. It wasn't well, yeah, he was, yeah, God didn't tell him to do that, but yeah. um, but you could say, was it just anger, or was it also like you guys have Tration? broken these kind of, these these you guys don't even deserve, you know, you guys um are not, you know, might as well just sure break he these. Was thinking of that, you guys have broken the uh contract, 
yeah. contract is null and void. <laughs> I'm sure he was thinking about yeah. that effect, but I just wish he didn't actually do that. Well, yeah, it would be cool to have like, a, you know, Actual something written by right. God. Sure. Yeah. But, uh, but maybe that's kind of the point as well, is that either way, you know, even when they put these these tablets in the ark, nobody ever saw them. They didn't open up the ark again, right? So it was still about faith. See, it's about faith. God doesn't want us to have these images because we're supposed to have faith. Well, maybe he didn't want the tablets to be idolatry either. Yeah, yeah, was exactly. His testimony that he was giving them, yeah. you know, and then yeah, and he want is ultimately it's supposed to be written on our hearts. We're supposed to live right. these. But that things doesn't out. happen until yeah. Jesus comes. We are the images of God. Right. Right. Not these uh, gold idols. Oh yeah, um, for sure. We're the we're the well, we're the that, see, idols that, of God. Right. That part is what always amazed me all the time since you know my awareness came in life. I never understood that. Like even before I became a Christian or knew anything about anything, I always like when because I I grew up early on where I saw a lot of idolatry worship with statues, little graven images, uh, pictures. My mother still has them in the closet. So they all worship all these idolatry images. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, I never once thought that was God ever going through all those temples and stuff. I never understood why they would create images like that and think that's God that's going to help them. Apparently, there's a lot of people who do fall for that stuff, which for me personally, I never fell for that. Not in the terms of we're like making objects and thinking that that would be yeah. God. Then he took the calf which they had made and burned it in the fire and ground it to a par powder and scattered it on the water and made the children of Israel drink it. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> well, that's good um, though. I mean, they actually drank gold then, golden water. Yeah. Yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. It's it's interesting, you know. He he destroyed. We say that later on in the Old Testament. Whenever they kind of repent, they will destroy the idols. Moses said to Aaron, "What did this people do to you that you have brought so great a sin upon them?" Because Aaron was in charge yeah. during that time. Aaron said, "Do not let the anger of my Lord burn. You know that the people are set on evil." Yeah. Where they said to me, "Yeah, the people are set on evil. That's yeah. just the way it is. It's still today." Right. Yeah. So everything uh, they do is because they want to. So we can't really yeah. blame Fauci or anybody else. Exactly. Yeah. Those and these these guys, they know human nature, right? So they know that they're out there. They know that people are going to follow their deceptions. Yeah. You know, because uh, they want because it. Because they know that people. Yeah, they know. They know that. But they said to me, "Make a god for us, which will go before us." For this Moses. The man that brought us up from the land of Egypt, we do not know what has become of him. Mm -hmm. I said to them, Whoever has any gold, let him break it off. So they gave it to me. And then I threw it into the fire, and this calf came out. <laughs> yeah, that's I a good one. we threw it, and the calf came out. Yeah, see, that's he's kind of uh he's kind of giving a little story there, right? Yeah. So not exactly what happened. He it says before that, it says he fashioned it, right? Yeah, he, he made did. It. Made he mold. made it. He's lying, basically. <laughs> He's lying to Moses. Now, when Moses saw the people were in a frenzy, for Aaron had let them get completely out of control, so they're in a frenzy. They're having a wild party. It's like a, it's like a concert or something, causing derision. There's derision, right? Yeah. Derision. 
which I saw today. Just oh, by you just saw this today. Oh wow, interesting. Look at the headline here: golden derision. calf in online derision. And yeah, derision is not are. a very common word. No, I had to look it up what that meant. But it's also referencing the golden calf incident. I don't know if they just copied it from the Bible. I thought that was interesting. I don't know what what it could mean though. But this is from their enemies. So who are their enemies when they're out there all by themselves? That's the cause and derision for their from their enemies. So it's verse twenty five. Uh, uh, let's see. Oh, and Moses saw the people had broken loose for Aaron had let them break loose to the derision of their enemies. Yeah, I don't know what that. Um, so ridiculing your enemies. Oh, maybe it could be. Um, yeah, could, I mean, there was, there were other, you know, people groups outside the camp. You know, I mean, in in the land nearby, not necessarily right there, but uh, mm -hmm. maybe maybe other. Yeah, causing uh, the, these other people would be laughing at them. Maybe they yeah. they looked foolish. They looked foolish to the enemies. Uh, oh, I'm sure. Because here's God yeah. who did all these miracles that yeah. probably heard about, you know, what they happened in Egypt. And then all of a sudden they're like dancing out of control and got this golden cap. Like, what? You know, who is this God? So I'm sure yeah. it's, it's a super bad thing. All right. Uh, then Moses stood in the gate of the camp and said, whoever is on the Lord's side, come to me. And all the Levites gathered themselves together around him. So this is a bit of a repentance, right? Yeah. Who's ever on the Lord's side, come over here. Even even though you know it's Paul, it seems like most of these people were kind of in on it. You know, they participated. Sure, they were Levites were in on it, but they still chose God. Well, Aaron was the chief Levite. Yeah, they they right. they followed him. They you know to a certain extent, maybe they didn't. Maybe not all of them wanted that to happen, but it happened. They, and they were it, there. Yeah. So either way, they had to profess. Well, the Levites, kind of make a but also the priests, weren't they not? Like more than just Aaron? Weren't they all going to be like priests? Yeah, yeah. They were like the people. Remember, the tabernacle hasn't been built yet. Yeah. And, and these people didn't know about the tabernacle yet. They didn't know. Their, so that's it's like the idol is like uh, the presence of God is in the idol. That was the idea. Yeah, it, but now the presence of God will be in the temple or in the in the tabernacle, and they don't know about. They don't know how to worship God yet. You know what I mean? Um, so they're so the worshiping God the old way. Thinking about, um, you know, this golden calf was burned up and put in the water for them to drink. So that was all their jewelry. And then the tabernacle we just read required a lot of gold to make all those objects. Mm. Yeah. So where were they going to get all that gold again? Well, that's why I don't. Th I don't think that you know, the, the the golden calf may not have been that big, and it may it like I said, we don't know exactly was it made of pure gold or was it just gold plating. It looked gold, but just like things today, a lot of well, the gold statues you have in any temple is only gold plated. They they only had a day to make it. You know what I mean? Yeah, except clear. we have one clue. Um, we don't know the size, but it does say it was molded. So in molding, it has to be pure metal and can't be uh, plated because that's just well, the way the molding works. Um, if you, they have to carve out the mold of whatever object and then put the molten metal in the mold, and when it cools, that's when you get whatever the shape is. So I think it was solid gold. We just don't know the size. I mean, yeah. And then what you'd want to look up the Hebrew and see if that's how it's used every time.
but uh, we can do that later. I'll I'll look into that. Okay. But so, like your point though, apparently they did have enough gold though, or they got they had enough gold to build the tabernacle, which we're gonna read about. So maybe they'll uh, maybe. They'll well, I don't. I I that. wonder where that came from. That's that's they, apparently they still had un, yeah. enough gold. You know. Um, so he said to them, "Thus says the Lord, the gold, the God of Israel." Uh, every every man fasten a sword on his side and go back and forth from gate to gate throughout the camp and let every man kill his brother and every man his friend and every man his neighbor. Whoa, what's going on here? Killing spree. But I wouldn't I say it's a killing spree. It's uh, is judgment. You know, it's um, well, it is. But who's killing them all? So that every man fasten his sword and let every man kill his brother, every man his friend. So these are these the guys that chose God's side and that are doing the killing? Yeah, I think so. Um, he said to them, right? Yeah. So the sons, it's the sons of Levi, and he said to them, that's who them is, right? In in verse twenty seven, go up to the oh, yeah, top yeah. of verse twenty seven. Um, and here too, it says Levites did according to the word of Moses. Yeah, yeah, you know, and these were people they knew. You know, they had they had to. Uh, that's that's the danger of idolatry, right? They they these people were. Um, a contamination to a certain degree. You know, this also yeah. references what happens when Satan takes his wrath on the saints. I think there's a passage that talks about that brother will kill his brother or father and his mother, that kind of thing. Uh, well, it depends on which passage. Are you talking about Matthew 24? Something, or, uh, maybe. Yeah. Isn't there? I yeah. I don't really like the, I don't, I don't know if Satan has wrath. You know what I mean? I think God has wrath. Well, Satan, Satan, Satan just kill. deceives people. Well, he is, Not, but he basically works against saints. So through deception, and he deceives people into into killing each other. Yeah, into well, killing the saints. It's yeah. going to become a lawless um, society, and they're not going to have any reverence for humans. Even their own family members, like talks about like daughter or son putting their parents to death or something like that. Mm. Um, so the the end times, what's all the yeah, stuff that we see now yeah. that's been developing over centuries? By the end, the people that we you think like are you know it's bad now. It's gonna look so lawlessness and and wild wild west where murder might even be legal by then. You know, it's gonna well, look cer certain people will be considered an enemy of the state. Yeah. Well, because they're a contamination, the yeah. Just like this, they're gonna they're gonna flip this. So, so right now, they're the Levites are killing people. Yeah, the Levites are doing killing their brother, their neighbor, their friend. Yes, but in the in the end times, it will be the the opposite. The, the satanic people yeah. will be killing their neighbors. The friend, they're doing the same yeah, that, thing. That, that's what I was trying to say. So yeah, exactly. It'll be it's reversed. Kind of a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Be, because because we don't we're not following their god. Right, we're not. So here they they're being killed for not following God, basically. Yeah. Right, not obey. They're not obeying God. They must be killed. We're not obeying the the, the golden calf. Yeah, or, or so the, they're going to be killed. The Antichrist. We're not. Those who do not obey the Antichrist must be killed. Yeah, actually, and it does say that that anyone who does. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's be and, and why? It's like. Oh, why do they have to die? Because because they're gonna they're they're throwing off the whole plan of God is to establish His kingdom on earth, and these people are they're tr they're traitors, they're treasonous. Well, they're wicked. They don't. They're want an enemy to the, of the state. 
Yeah. They're, they're a threat to public health, yeah. <laughs> which is what I am. That That's my official status. Oh, I'm really? a threat to public health. <laughs> yeah. Why? That's why I was. Because I didn't take the magic potion. Oh. I'm a well, threat to public health. That's true for all of us, actually. There are so many videos. It makes me cringe to watch them every time. The people uh, believe this magic potion stuff actually wanted to hurt the ones who didn't. They wanted to lock them up. They wanted to take oh, away. Of course. Them. Those are the ones who will be they killed. Murder yeah. Them. yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And it, and it kind of reminded me of the frenzy, like a coliseum, you know, when they're like all together and whatever is happening in the ring, you know, like they all like cheering on exactly what happened to Jesus. Like they're all cheering on for them to die. And they would easily agree if, if it went that far to just kill off everyone who didn't take it. I was expecting that. Like if it was enough of a frenzy, people would go along with it and do it. That means neighbors coming after you. Like yeah, but but here, but like in this Exodus thing, like if they didn't kill the non-repentant, the unrepentant people, that would risk like they would they would continue their false teaching and corruption. you know deny people salvation, right? Yeah, um, well, everybody would have been corrupted because doesn't God say they they yeah. corrupted themselves? Yeah, yeah, they're corrupted. So you know, it's, it's a righteous intense. judgment. This is the wrath of God, the righteous judgment, and they and do not repent. That's and the they were already given a choice to repent. So who wants to be in God's sight? Only the Levites. Yeah. All of them. So like, I think these Well, there must have been other killing. people as well. It wasn't, only, yeah. it wasn't only the Levites. Otherwise, everyone else would have been killed. Yeah, yeah. But it was, uh, some people did not cross that line and go over the, to God's side. Well, I'm thinking um, all these people that they're killing didn't go over to that side. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's the same in the end times as well, those who do not repent. But but then we're going to read about soon about forgiveness, right? So there's yeah. there's judgment, there's righteous judgment and for forgiveness. Yeah. In the story here. Which is the entire um, story of okay. the Bible. All right, so, so the Levites did according to the word of Moses, and about 3,000 men of the people died that day. Okay, so it killed quite a bit of people. So, for Moses had said, Consecrate yourselves today to the Lord, that he may bestow a blessing on you this day, for every man opposes his son and brother. On the next day, Moses said to the people, You have committed a great sin, and now I will go up to the Lord. Perhaps I can make atonement for your sin. Yeah. <laughs> Sound familiar, right? Yeah, Who, uh, Jesus did, right? John yeah. 1 John 2 1. But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ. I'm just, yeah, it's just a couple of uh, 1 John 2 1. It's just another example of uh, someone who makes atonement for our sin, right? We have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous one, right? But if anyone does sin, right? That's a good verse. Like, you know, Christians are still capable of sin. Right. Oh, yeah. So uh, sure. you're not supposed to make a, like a lifestyle of it, but uh, with some people, some people think, "Oh, Jesus will forgive me anyway." You know, that's always a bit of a uh, danger of thinking, "Well, I'm forgiven anyway, so I'm just going to do it." He's, he's okay with that, you know. Well, you don't, you don't, <laughs> yeah. well, you, you don't want to like overdo it. You know what I mean? You don't want to. You you want to try not to sin, but occasionally you might. Uh, well, I think if you willingly sin on something and you still should be repenting for that even yeah yeah or yeah. no. that's it and then romans eight thirty four. if you want to look at another one i don't have the link i don't know what that says but romans eight thirty four. what does that say who is he who condemns 
it is Christ who died, yes, who is risen, who is also at the right hand of God, who also intercedes for us. There it is. Yeah, see, that intercedes for us. Well, he did all the work. Where I think even Moses, even if he wanted to, he wasn't going to be able to do that. Didn't he say, yeah, perhaps I can make atonement for your sin? Which he really mm -hmm. could, because only mm -hmm. Christ can do that. Yeah, really. Yeah, only God can really uh, do that. But he's kind of going up there as, you sure. know, as a... As a as a foreshadowing, maybe of because yeah. he's going up to the top of the mountain, which is kind of the heaven, you know, kind of mm -hmm. a little piece of heaven came down to earth. All right, so let's see what happens here. Then Moses returned to the Lord and said, "Oh, this people has committed a great sin and have made a god of gold for themselves." Yeah, see, they they made a god of gold for themselves, mm -hmm. like a false god, and that's what uh, they're doing now. Yet now, if you will forgive their sin, but if not, I pray. Blot me out of your book, which you have written. It's kind of a book of life kind of thing, right? It is, actually. It, it will say that. So that's kind of interesting, though. So they say, you will forgive their sin, but if not, he wants to himself be blotted out from the book of life. So is he sacrificing himself, attempting to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's offering. Yeah, exactly. Yes, yes, he is. So, you know, um, whether is Moses thinking just about his own life, like you can kill me, kill me, but also maybe his eternal life as well, it seems to be. Yeah, because the, the book of life is eternal. Blot me yeah. out of your book, which you have. If not, blot me out of your book, which you have written. Yeah, it's like he, he basically is offering himself as a yeah. as a sacrifice, right? Uh, but not, not in atonement, though, really. Like if you're not going to forgive them, then just take me as well. Kind of yeah, it's not like Jesus where he his sacrifice was the atonement. So saying that if yeah. you're not going to do it, then just wipe it all out, including me. But then the Lord said to Moses, uh, "Whoever has sinned against me, I will blot him out of my book." <laughs> yeah, so this is the book of life. I will blot him out of my book. Yeah, which that's when it gets opened at the very end. Who's in it and who's not? That's whole that story of Santa Claus thing took a knockoff from this idea that who's naughty. And oh, naughty. yeah. But yeah. this is the first reference to the book of life that he writes those that are saved and those that are not. And then they get judged at the very end from this book that he's writing. Who yeah. And this is also like those who don't, who do not repent. They it's get kind of, blotted uh, out. Whoever um, says sin against me, but, but who do not repent of their sin. Yeah. So go now, lead the people to the place of which I have spoken to you. Indeed, my angel will go before you. Nevertheless, in the day when I punish, I will indeed punish them for their sin. Then, mm -hmm. and then, and the Lord plagued the people because they had made the calf. The one that Aaron made. So we sent a little uh, pestilence. <laughs> so this is kind of interesting here. Bit though. Of a judgment. They killed 3,000 people. Yeah. So there are still others that did not die, but then they got plagued. Yeah. And it doesn't say if they die. It doesn't really say what happened to them. It sounds like this happened like immediately as well. Um, yeah, but the other one, they took a sword and killed them that day. Yeah, yeah, they killed them that day, but then God sent a plague. Now, so it doesn't say they died, though. Like, it may have just been like uh, they got kind of sick or something, you know? Yeah, but say I'm thinking there were people that were not killed that were yeah. still part of the tribe. And yeah. Those are the ones that got the plague instead. Yeah, yeah, they're all punished, basically. Yeah. And in fact, remember, only two of these people went into the promised land. 
at the end. And and in even the 40 years, that was a punishment as well. They weren't supposed to be hanging out there for right, 40 years in the desert. It, they, uh, yeah, they, they could have entered the promised land uh, immediately. So they, they kept getting all these little uh, punishments, you know. Stop here. Stop here, yeah. 33. We'll start with lucky number 33 next time. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> all right. Sounds like a plan. All right. All right. Thanks good a lot. Day. And yeah. uh, see you next time. Thank you so much. All right. Bye. Bye. See you next time.